Welcome back to the Get Loved Up podcast, your number one resource for inspiration and motivation to live your purpose, make healthy living a priority, and thrive doing what you love. I'm your host, Koya Webb, a small town girl who chased her dreams and caught them, a former track and field athlete who healed using spirituality and yoga, and an entrepreneur who didn't let sexual assault racism, and insecurities dim her light. And now it's your turn to allow these episodes with some of the top voices in spirituality, wellness, and entrepreneurship to inspire you to thrive. Let's get loved up together. Tony Jones served for six years as a life coach and mental health advocate for women and youth. Now, as an affirmation musician, she found creative ways to promote the message of conscious well-being through her music. Tony started making music as a tool for her life coaching clients to practice healing on the go. After great response from her first album, she decided to make music full time. She has since released five projects so far, Affirmation for the Grown-Ass Woman, Affirmations and Chill, I See Me Mantras, and Get Your Mind Right, the Mental Health Mixtape. Tony's music is healing music. She coined as affirmation music. Affirmations set to modern music, which is different from the traditional way of saying affirmations and mantras that are usually set to relaxing new age music. By creating affirmations to modern music, this allows listeners to ride, be on the go and vibe, just dance to the music while reciting healing words. Tony! Koya! <laughs> Girl, let's talk about this music, sis. Like, I mm. absolutely love your affirmation music, your vibe. You just put me in a great mood. You empower me. Thank like, you so much. Oh, thank you so much. How am I feeling? <laughs> How am I feeling? I'm feeling grateful. I'm feeling full. I feel messy. I feel um, present, mm-hmm. tender, and mm-hmm. soft. Yeah, that's that's the combo right now for this day. <laughs> How oh, I'm I feeling. love that. Thank you for authentically sharing. One word that you said that I really resonated with was tender, very tender. There's a lot of depth to the word of tender because it speaks to us when people were looking like everything's good, everything's going with the flow. But for Mm -hmm. me, tender means there's some wounds happening and I'm not 100% okay. Can you share with me what tender means to you and, and why that's so important for you to express? Um, tender to me um, right now, it just means that I'm being graceful and soft in ways that I haven't been graceful and soft mm. with my wounds, my triggers, um, the stories and the contradictions, the... There's so many, you know how when you're in a room full of mirrors, there's so many different perspectives, like to see yourself in so many different ways and not one of them looks false. And so you just kind of got to be still and close your eyes and just be soft and allow yourself to feel through it and not always see through it because you're seeing too much, Mm. you know? And so for me, it's like being tender is like, I don't have space for a whole lot of noise and a lot, not even my own noise. I just need to just be present with right now. 
Like the only thing that's real to me in my world is this conversation right now. That's mm. all I have space for, you know? And then after this, this never happened. The next moment is the next real moment because that's where I'm at. So being tender is like really treating myself like a newborn, like they're there. I know this new way of loving yourself through these tender areas, these wounded areas is new for you. So just take your time, Tony. You know, so that's that's where I'm at right now. And I think it's important because we get to um, play a parental role in our lives, you know, that parents can't really play, mm-hmm. you know, or lovers can't really play or spouses can't play. We get to um, really be godly in our lives and divine in our lives by saying, hey, it's okay to be in this spot. Even though you don't like it, it doesn't feel great. And you usually judge it and criticize it, but we're going to move through this. You got this. Be calm and be present. So that's why I think it's important because we get to be something that we may not have an emotional memory of when it comes to love. You know, this is a new way because I'm new here. Mm -hmm. I talk about it. I affirm about it. I create music about it, but I'm new here. I'm a student of this, not a master. I'm in a master class. (laughs) <laughs> but I am definitely a student of what I share with you all through the music. And Tinder is definitely something I think we definitely need to learn when it comes to loving ourselves. Oh, I agree. Tenderness, tenderness, tenderness. Mm-hmm. And another word that you just said that resonated with me is just parenting. And I, I've really been trying to, I've really been reparenting myself and deeper. It's like the older I get, mm-hmm. the more parenting I feel like I need and Mm -hmm. really honoring that yes you have these wounds and these ways that have been presented to you that don't resonate with your highest vibration how are you going to address that can you talk a little bit about what parenting means to you and why that's an important part of self-care parenting means to me is like really it's nurturing Mm -hmm. it's securing the vibe it's creating stability. My, what I mean by securing the vibe, because I say this, but may not, everybody may not know what I mean. You know how people say secure the bag? It's, yeah. like, it's like secure the vibe, the vibration that you have been cultivating all this time, doing all this work. Secure the vibe. And what does that actually look like? And so for me, it's like being soft, slow it down, you know, cancel some things you know, be more curious about what you need in the moment. And so it's like, I mean, think about parents when they have newborns, they have new children, like that first time. And it's just like, you just want to get it right. You don't want to show them off on social media. You don't want to take pictures of them too much. You don't want, you want everybody to wash their hands before they hold the baby, you know, all that tender parenting stuff. Like, imagine if you did that to yourself as you're rebirthing this version of you that loves you through the mess, loves you through the, the, the emotional habits and thought patterns that are not as empowering. You know, it's, it's really just being, treating yourself like a newborn child because mm-hmm. you're remembering um, your worth. You're remembering what you actually deserve. You know, and when you grow up in a society that supports you identifying as a worker, a laborer, and that your worth and validation is only 
um, defined by your performance and productivity and labor and what you've accomplished and achieved when you're unlearning that and remembering that you're worth by you just your worthiness is just because you're here because mm-hmm. you're breathing because you have energy like it's it's not about anything that you do that's that's like being born again because you're renewing your mind to uh, a higher and truer natural way of em- embodying your humanity and your divinity. And so with that being said, we, it's new. We mm-hmm. didn't grow in, we didn't get a K through 12 education around self-worth. Right. And handling your divinity and your humanity and loving you know, non-judgmental way. So this is new for us. You know, no matter how long your walk is or your path has been, it's still a journey, you know, to dying to the old ways that you learn to be with yourself and rebirthing yourself to the new ideas, the new concepts, the new thoughts and feelings, how to care for yourself. So reparenting is really just understanding that you're birthing yourself through this remembering of your worth and this loving nurturing (laughs) way of being with yourself so that's what that's how I define it you know Mm -hmm. and what it looks like it can look so different for everybody but I think the energy is that is is really um what it looks like is just how new parents are with new children new babies it's like you're mindful how to care for this new being that's so Mm -hmm. fragile so vulnerable and it's kind of depended on this higher capable version of you. Yes, I love that. I love that. And we know how your words make us feel. So I love you breaking it down because I feel like your words are so powerful. And like when you Thank say you. vibe, the way you say vibe, I just, get, <laughs> I just get excited. It's just the way you say it. You got a way with words. Your words are like spiritual healing. So um, it's nice to hear you kind of break it down in your thoughts. It's like, you know, when you read poetry, like three different people can get three different mm-hmm. things from it. But yes. the way it all makes us feel is so, so powerful. So can you talk a little bit, take us back to, um, you know, young Tony and, you know, how you grew up and really what led you on the path to becoming a a life coach and and working with mental health in the first place? Well, I grew up in church, you know, Pentecostal, apostolic, all the way to non-denominational. So everything was, I grew up with a, a foundation of a sense of spirituality and godliness and so on. And so I just remember being seven years old and I, re- I, re- I remember this like it was yesterday. I was at Bethel Church, I believe, in Southfield. And I just remember watching everybody praise God and worship it. I just remember this appetite within me like, what is this? Mm-hmm. What is making people do this? And I always had a curiosity, an insatiable curiosity for the unknown the unspoken, the, you know? And so as I grew up in church as a teenager, I just remember asking provocative questions, you know, because I'm like, we learning about Jesus. We learning about these miracles and things, but it was like, it didn't make me want to be a better Christian. I'm like, I want to cre- do miracles. I want to, why do people want to, why do want why do people want to be a follower of Christ? Don't you want to be like Christ? Like, right. don't you want to like do what he did? 
Like, you know how many hungry people are out, out here in the world? I want to take a loaf of bread and spread it out for thousands of people. You know, I want to yeah. turn water into wine. I want to walk on water. Like, what the heck is this? Who is this man <laughs> that we all <laughs> praise and glorify? I'm like, D- shouldn't we be able to do that too? You know, right. and so I remember just growing up in my young years, wanting to do these miracles, wanting to heal, like, because I felt so deeply, like, pain so deeply. And so, and I remember coming across a scripture that says, um, that says, on these two laws hang the whole law of God. Like, you fulfill the whole law of God with these two laws. And the, the scripture says, love God with your heart, mind, and soul, and love your neighbor like you love yourself. And on these two laws, if you feel those, you fulfill the whole law. So I was like, wait a minute. So you kill 2,000 plus, you know, words with two stones. Like, you know, I just felt like, oh, if you do these two laws, you can complete the whole law of God. Wow. You know how people say you kill two birds with one stone? I was like, you can kill a million birds with these two laws. And so for me, it was like, okay, if I can't perform these miracles, let me work on this love. Mm-hmm. And so that path led me to um, realizing that I want to go back to school to get my psychology degree so I could learn about human behavior because the little things that I learned from Google, I was like, oh my God, that's me. Oh my God, these are the, this is the behavior that people who prey upon people like me, this is what these terms like narcissistic personality disorder, you know, codependency, all of these psychological terms that I was learning, I was like, I'm going to get my degree. I'm going to hack these ways that are in me and I'm going to heal from it. And so when I was inside in in college, I was just like, Oh my God, psychology is literally almost like a manual for how to be human Mm -hmm. or how to navigate it. Cause you know, everything has instructions, but we don't come with instructions. The psychology gets you some understanding on your wiring, your design. And so from there, I created my life coaching business, Wife Your Life, to help women heal from workaholism and understand their psychology and their behavior. And then fast forward to 2018, I told God, I said, God, you got to give me something to help these women, you know, out, out of this bad bitch era of just getting a bag and trying to get six figures in six weeks. Like, they have to understand that they don't have to compromise their well-being for the grind and the success and that. Their well-being is the, the core element you need for sustainable su- success. And so through meditation and prayer, I got the download affirmation music. And I'm just like, ooh, what is this? And I went to Google and I researched affirmation music and no one coined it. And I was like, what? I get to do this? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, I went to California for a month, wrote affirmations for the grown-ass woman. You know, I wanted to create these nine tracks to help women, you know, it, I wanted these nine tracks to represent the nine months it takes a woman to create a human being. And I wanted mm-hmm. women to be able to push play on this album where they can never go back to their version of themselves, that old version of themselves. Like as soon as they push play, they're immediately developing the woman of their dreams through these nine tracks. And so I wanted my clients and to gain more clients from this album. I never intended to become a full-time musician. It wasn't until 2020 where I was like, yeah, this is, this is the sweet spot. 
you know, and mm-hmm. then I re- I kind of just let the, well, I won't even say I let the life coaching business go. I'm still life coaching, but through music. So that's kind of mm-hmm. like the back, backdrop or um, brainchild behind the different transitions of my career and personal um, life or how I got to affirmation music. It started with me just being curious about how yeah. to be supernatural because I was just like really disenchanted with the normal structure of what a human being is supposed to be do, doing to be a successful human being. I was like, credit score, house, family, kid. I was like, I get it. Mm-hmm. I was like, but there's something else here. And I wanted a piece of that. And yeah. so that's how, that's that curiosity led me to, you know, faith to faith, glory to glory, step by step on my path to affirmation music. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love that. And I love that you called out that typical, this is what it means to be human, to live a full life is to have this many kids and this house and this crazy yeah. and this much money in the bank. And I love that you call that out because there are many ways to be a blessing to the world. And just like nature and animals all don't do it one way, we as people shouldn't yes. all do it one way. But I feel like there's a lot of push in the media and there's a lot of push um, in general for people to live a specific way. And then we also put pressure on ourselves to fill up to these these ideals that are not necessarily the best for every person. So can you talk a little bit about where you are in your life and how you really come to own? Because I know like you are very present and and as you're going through your growth and your rebirthing, you, like you said, you're all about this moment, this conversation right now. How do you remind yourself because a lot of people listen they're like oh yeah I know but I feel bad because I don't have the husband I don't have the house I don't have the money I don't have the score I don't have these things how can I love myself and be confident when I don't have these things okay so there's I think there's several answers to that but I think it's being in integrity with the moment it's being integrity with the moment. And I may cry about this because, again, I am tender right now. Mm. Um, but it's being integrity with the moment. One of the things I tell people all the time, whether I'm in concert or talking to a friend, if I can't do all my self-care rituals and my ideal self-love practices, if I'm annoyed by myself, what do I do then? You know? If I'm not liking my day, if I'm not seeing clear, what do I do then? What's true for me to get closer to the feeling, closer to my alignment with my well-being? And I ask myself these three questions. Mm-hmm. How do I feel? And I give myself the space and time. This is how I feel right now. I'm going to be honest about it. And then I go into the next question of how do I want to feel? Mm-hmm. And I go into what is the ideal emotional goal? that I would love to embody today. And I jot that down or I spend time within in my mind about what, what's true for me, how I want to feel. And then I ask myself this question, what actions support me to feel the way that I want to feel? So it can get to me that much closer to the juicy spot, to the sweet spot of how I want to feel without dishonoring what I'm truly feeling. 
because I may not be able to activate my ideal emotion, but I'm able to get closer to that by taking these actions. It's like, okay, I'm going to brush my teeth. I'm going to take a shower. I'm going to take a nap. What are two tasks that I have to get done that's going to make me feel a little bit of productivity that I want to feel to put my mind at ease about my tasks and goals and responsibilities. So it's just being integrity with the moment, you know, first thing in the morning or midday afternoon or before you go to bed or in the evening or while you're driving, just be, take the, that breath moment and just be curious and say, how do I feel? How do I want to feel? And what actions support me feeling the way that I desire, you know? Mm, yeah, wear down those journal prompts. I think those are perfect journal prompts to um, just write down in the morning. You know, I love yeah. in the morning waking up, journaling. And I think there's so many good questions that people can just ask to check in with themselves and acknowledge yes. how they're truly feeling. And like you said, and then what action steps. And I think that's the important word because we've been doing these affirmations and you got the music. But the key that I've felt from what you just shared is the action steps that you need to take to get yourself in a different place if you're not in a place you want to be. So can you talk about some of those action steps that you take, some of those self-care rituals that you do um, to keep yourself at a high vibration? Okay, so nature, Mm -hmm. nature, hands down, going outside, talking to the trees, hugging the trees. I mean, for those of you, those of you in the audience listening, you know, trees and nature and the human body has a special relationship. And I'll let y'all go down that rabbit hole on Pinterest, Instagram, and YouTube and Google to really dive into the, what that relationship means between the human body, the spirit of humanity, and nature. But I am telling you, that is one practice that never fails me. Even when I don't feel like it, when I go out into nature and I leave the park or I leave the forest or I leave the ocean, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so glad I did that. <laughs> so that's definitely one of my major, like, and I usually don't give out practices as though it's the universal recipe for everybody, but that right there, it just matches our design. Right. You know, as human beings. So I would definitely say spending time with nature, having nature in your room, plants, mm-hmm. you know, trees, flowers, fresh flowers is definitely a practice that's so simple, but so powerful and transformative. Um, a lot of my favorite go to's are journaling, smudging, you know, altar work, altar play. Now, altar work is when I go to prayer, when I start to go into an intercessory space for my being or for someone else. An altar is just having a sacred space in your home with candles, having the elements there, water, you know, candles which represent the fire, you know, earth, some plants, you know, so, and so on. Um, but then altar play is coloring. Like I have crayons at my altar, markers on my altar, and I have a book. I just color my emotions. So if I'm feeling some um, feelings of not being sure or feelings of not being uh, uncared for, because mm-hmm. that freak, that comes up sometimes. Like I just don't feel cared for. I'll just draw it out as a, like you draw that feeling out. Um, 
Sometimes I'll dance at my altar, you know, move my body. You know, these are some, some of the simple practices that I go to. Um, but, when, but when I don't feel like doing none of that, <laughs> okay, I yeah, ask I myself, <laughs> I ask myself those three questions. And that always points me back to my intu- intuitive nature to know what do I actually need? Because I can immediately activate my toolbox and just do the do's to check. You know what I'm saying? I can do that. But sometimes it doesn't genuinely feel good. It just feels like I'm being performative with my spiritual self-care, right? So sometimes it'll be like, um, watch a cartoon in the morning. Mm -hmm. You know, like that feels good. You know, um, going for a walk, you know, uh, going to the movies by myself. Just something that is, that how can I say that's pleasurable to my ego, my humanity and my spirit and my vibration. So I can't tell you what that is for you all, you know, but when you ask yourself those questions, those action steps, your intuition will tell you. And it's sometimes funny. The answers Mm -hmm. are funny. It's like, yo, I really want to do this. Like I really just want to go to whole foods and buy myself some fruit. And or go to the pet store. Why does that feel good? But it does. And it's true. And I'm going to do it because this is the way I want to feel, you know. So. So, yeah. So that's that's my. Those are my go to practices. I love it. I love it so much. And I love it because, like you said, it's going to be organic for everybody. Organic. But finding mm-hmm. something, some way to fill your cup, some way to get loved up and just pour mm-hmm. into yourself. It really does help, especially, you know, in these times where things are uncertain still. And, you know, really nothing in life is certain. I mean, and we went through this uncertain time together. And I know you are, you know, thriving, especially business wise during this time. Can you talk a little bit about what is taken to take this time when we were very uncertain and really build yourself up and build your career in this way you were divinely guided when it comes to affirmation music? Yeah, um, this is kind of answering the last question as well, too. I really do believe I have this 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 message that I'm advocating for, which is self-love is us love. Mm-hmm. And I just believe self-love includes village and community. You can't do it all on your own. There is a path that is narrow and straight that requires you and you alone, right? We all know that going within, no one can do that job but you. Mm-hmm. But part of that is it, it requires community and village. You know, it's a hero's journey, but a hero's journey always requires team, whether it's a spiritual team, whether it's a family, you know, song. And so for me, it's knowing when for me, girl, just mm-hmm. answering this just, it's just like, I'm just so grateful that I'm aware that I know I need this on this path. And so I'm hoping that it resonates with so many people, but it's knowing when you didn't catch the thought fast enough or you didn't catch that energy fast enough and you start to spiral down mm-hmm. and you're like, wait, 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 wait. And then you realize, wait a minute, I can't find my ground. I need support. I need help so I can complete my work day or so I can show up the way I need to show up for my kids, my family. I need support. Who can I call? Who, who are the ones that are my allies? 
that can support me to unpack this? Is it my therapist? Is it my husband? Is it my best friend? Is it my mother? You know, it's like for me to be in where I'm at in my career and what I do professionally is being in tune with where I'm at emotionally mm-hmm. and, and being honest. So do I, do I have this? Do I really have it right now to push through? Oh, I don't. Okay. Who can, who knowing when to say I need help, I need support yeah. is monumental. Mm-hmm. It's monumental, even in business. Oh, I need a team. I need PR. I need a manager. I need this. Let me put, let me bring this to the altar to manifest those alignments and those relationships to make my business, to make my success, to make my finances that much more sustainable and healthy. I'm going to release this overly independent energy and mindset that says, that bullies me into thinking I can do it all on my own because that's what I've had to do to survive, right? Mm. So it's, I think for me right now, the biggest thing is knowing to be honest when I need help and when I need support in practical ways, deep spiritual ways, you know what I'm saying? In supernatural ways, it's like knowing that moment where you're like, oh, this is where I need help. Yeah. This is where I need support. Who do I ask? Okay, there's nobody around or I'm not aware of who that person is. Okay, spirit, you are my source. Hmm. You know who those people are. Are they in my company now? Or are they in some far, you know, in another city? Whoever they are, I trust you to align me with those people exactly when they, you know? So that is definitely my go-to play as Hmm. I walk this path professionally, spiritually, and personally. I love that you really covered asking and then also listening, you know, like really asking the question, but then listen, okay, like what is the answer? Where is it? And then also surrendering to like, hey, I don't know, but I know and I trust, I have faith. And I feel like that is the faith. It is asking, it is opening your heart to possibility, but then also having faith and being patient as those people to support you make their way to your life. Oh, you just gave me chills with that because, you know, I'm in the season of waiting for different support that I've called for, that I've asked for, but then too, which I kind of want to touch on too, like I, I have to remind myself when I feel like, like overwhelmed with, I need this, I need this and I don't have it. Mm-hmm. Is gratitude for what is in my life and what yes. I right? Mm. Yes, absolutely. Because gratitude helps you to what I'll say, go on a treasure hunt for what is happening that's great in the now. Mm-hmm. Gratitude is like it's like a treasure hunt <laughs> ally. You get to find the treasures in the present moment, like, oh, what am I grateful for? Oh, my legs are working. Oh, I have transportation. Oh, I have food. I have friends. Like, I have this successful business. And, you know, I have faith. Oh, I'm not where I was in 2015. Like, you know, just really be able to seek where there is amazing things still happening in the present moment. So you bring your consciousness right into abundance rather than your consciousness into scarcity. You know, it's amazing how where you put your lens on, you can tap into that emotional reality of what's true. 
You know, you can you can think on what's not here and go right into the emotional reality of scarcity, right? But then you can look <laughs> at your same present moment and focus on what's here and what you can be grateful for and tap into that emotional reality of abundance. Yeah. You know, and so it's gratitude is such an important practice because it helps you to get present in the moment in a way that is supportive for your future you know i agree every time i go through gratitude i can feel the energy in my body shift it's raising my vibration it's getting me on in alignment with what we're actually trying to attract and i think that's what's so important because people are well i don't want to be fake and i don't want to say i have these things or how am Mm -hmm. i going to have faith and it's like that's part of it. Part of it is believing you're worth it, which is you say a lot in your movie, you're worth it. You deserve yes. it. I think that's why your music is so powerful, people, because mm-hmm. it's helping them believe when they don't really believe. It's getting them to affirm. Yes. And again and again and again. So it gets in their body so that they yes. can, like you say, you're healing through your music. It just feels so good because I mm-hmm. feel like music is the universal connector, is the universal healer, all the things. Um, so can you share another thing that you feel like, well, your latest, um, well, you know what, let's tap in with all the, the works you've produced so far. What has been, I guess, to say what has been your favorite work and what was your your thought process about around each one? Oh wow so affirmation for the grown ass woman was creating that was so fun was so natural was so surprising I, I mean I remember when I wrote it and I was just satisfied but I remember when I got the idea for affirmation music and to call the affirmation to call the al- album Affirmations for the Grown-Ass Woman. And I remember feeling like every woman on the planet was whispering to me, like, Tony, please create this for us. Mm. That's the, that was the feeling. So I didn't even have one inch of doubt about it. So that was the first time I ever created something without doubt because I had this overwhelming feeling I had to do this. I didn't know I was going to become a musician, but I knew I needed to do this as a life coach for women. And so I created that for women. Mm-hmm. I see me mantras. Well, Affirmations of Chill was something, a little EP project, three songs that I created for us during the quarantine. You know, it was a lot of, oh my gosh, complex mindsets going on. Like so many thoughts. People haven't been still for like all their lives. It was the first time they were being still in their lives. And so Affirmations and Chill was to create a kind of a habitat for those questions and for those thoughts and for those uncomfortable feelings of being still with yourself. And the I See Me Mantras was the first time I created for myself. Mm-hmm. Affirmations for the grown-ass woman. Affirmations and Chill was for everybody else. Mm-hmm. I See Me Mantras was for me. Mm-hmm. I see me mantras was for me. If you guys notice, some of the songs are eight minutes long, (laughs) seven minutes long. The beat is redundant because I just did not care. I was like, I am done with shrinking myself. I am done defining my value by being valuable to others. I want my only audience to be Tony Jones. Mm -hmm. The only world issue and world problem or the thing that I need to tend to is Tony Jones. Like, what are her challenges? Like, I wanted to put all of who I am on this album 
because I was seeing so much about myself, this depth that I had that I tried to cut and paste to be more comprehensive to people, you know? And I was like, no, I am deaf. I have deaf. I love the supernatural world. I'm spiritual, you know, I, but I'm wretched and, 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 (laughs) and just a girl and this woman and this divine being, I'm all of this gumbo of, you know, this essence, you know? So it was just like, I want to just pour it all out there and whoever gets it, gets it. Whoever doesn't, doesn't. Whoever can't digest it, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm about to put all of who I am on this album. So I Mean Mantras was definitely for me. And then the next project that I did was Get Your Mind Right Mental Health Mixtape. And that was me when I finally got the man, I manifested my manager. And he just challenged me to play with my voice, play with myself as an artist mm-hmm. to see what I could do. So get your mind. I mean, there was things that I did on the album. I was like, ah. I sound gordy. Who am I? I am not a rapper. And so it was just like certain things I was doing with my voice, but it helped me exercise that muscle with being creative with my, my gift and talent. And so then that led me to me versus me versus every me affirmations of self-love. And that project I think was just for all of us, like the human family. Mm-hmm. Like that journey of being in combat with your mind first thing when you wake up in the morning, you know, being in combat with your internal self and thinking that your humanity and your divinity are separate entities. It's like, no, self-love is looking at your humanity and divinity as one, you know, and loving them as one, you know, right. because that's how God loves you. That separation conscious of your divinity and humanity will, it rupture things in your consciousness. And when you bring your, your perspective of wholeness to your humanity and divinity, there's some, some, there's some connection that happens with that. And so me versus every me was a way to, to give people a language to bring all them, their selves mm-hmm. into the living room of their awareness and say, I don't know if I'm going to heal you. I don't know if I'm going to be able to change and podcast you away. I don't, you may live with me forever. I love you. I want everybody to know you, but I'm going to bring all of you into the living room of my awareness and say, I'm going to love you forever. Mm -hmm. No matter what changes, I'm going to treat you just like how oxygen treats you. Oxygen doesn't judge you. It supports you no matter what your habits no matter what your practice is, no matter what race, no matter how much money, I'm going to treat you like the love of oxygen treats you. I'm going to treat you like the love of God treats you, like the sunlight treats you. It doesn't judge you. It just it, It's just being with you mm-hmm. to support you to be alive. And, and me versus every me was just about that combat that we uh, have been enduring in the human family for so long. And just relieve ourselves with self-love and say, hey, it is what it is. I want to just be with myself, no matter how fast or how slow I heal or change or grow or don't. I'm still just going to love myself through this, whatever that looks like. And so me versus every me, that's that. I believe that's that uh, affirming language for that journey, you know, going from combat to self-acceptance. 
Right. Oh, that is just so powerful. I love every single work you've done so far. Thank and you. And Work Ethic, I think, was the first song that I heard of Ooh. yours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just so powerful. And I, I put it on many of my videos. And um, But I love every work. And I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful because you definitely you. poured into my life by you saying yes to you, yes to your calling, yes to, you know, choosing that higher vibration, even though you're a tender and going through all the things. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank I know you. I'm for everyone listening, saying <laughs> thank you for continuing to show up and continuing to shine and continuing mm. to thrive. Cause I know it's not always easy. And I know yeah. there's a lot of sacrifices that you go, we've had our one-on-ones and you know, yes, girl. a lot of sacrifice. And do you have any last words? Uh, for that woman out there that's going through and she's like, I wish I could be strong like Tony Jones. Like I wish, you know, do you have any word for her? Mm. I would have to say, you know, I shared this over the weekend. I was at an event with Jay and I'll have to say, I shared this with them. You know, we see our bodies moving and, you know, function. We're alive healthy here, right? However, on a cellular level, on a cosmic level, there are cells that are being destroyed, being renewed. Our body is fighting germs, bacteria, all at the same time. So simultaneously, our makeup is yin and yang. So even though we're healthy and we're operating, on some level within our bodies, there's a fight going on to make sure that we remain healthy. Our immune system is supporting us. Mm-hmm. So there's constant healing going on within our bodies. So to the women who listen to me, to the women who are listening to this podcast, understand that as you listen to me, understand I'm still healing. You see me operating in this high vibration. I'm still healing. Just like how my body is still constantly healing, renewing itself while it's sleeping. Understand that this is the flow of life, is that things are being destroyed, things are dying off, but things are being rebirthed and renewed and restored at the same time. So when you look at my strength, understand weakness is simultaneously happening. So take that into your own life to give yourself permission to have grace for that duality of healing and destruction happiness and sadness, darkness and light, tragedy and triumph. May the, may the sustainable state of your being, you know, be grace and acceptance and integrity to say, I, I, I receive it all. Mm. My body is doing it. So I must do it on a mental and emotional level. Yeah. Must allow the cycle of life to continue in me. And for me, that has given myself permission to show up, to have fun Mm -hmm. and to play and to find out what enjoying my life today looks like, because that immediately gives me the cheat code to the vibration that I'm working for. Right. When I'm having fun, what else matters? Mm -hmm. (laughs) When I'm enjoying. So playing fun is like literally the cheat code to the vibration that you think that you have to heal and work hard to get to. 
So be mindful of that, that self-acceptance and that realization that healing and all the other stuff is happening, you know, by itself alone. Mm -hmm. So have fun, play and enjoy your life as much as possible because there is no formula to reach, at least from my vantage point of understanding of where I'm at in my life. My understanding is that there is no utopia of healing of top where you get there and then there's no more work to do. It's a journey. And what it requires of us is a sustainable state of being, of saying, so it is, so be it. Let me live and have fun and play and enjoy it. (laughs) You know? So that's, um, that's what feels true to leave, um, leave on that, you know, Mm -hmm. leave on that thought. That's where I'm at right now. So that's, that's what I got. (laughs) Thank you for that. And I know everyone felt that on a soul level, really. I mean, I feel like that when you speak those words, just like when you, you know, have your albums and you do your affirmation music, it really does sink in. And I feel like more than anything, that's what we have to do. We have to return to love. We have to let the love seek in. We have to remember who we truly are and that that never goes away. Even if we're experiencing all these other reactions and responses to whatever happening, whatever's happening around us, we are all, we can always return to our divinity, which is what I, I gather from what you said. Just return to your divinity, yeah. return to the cells functioning, your heart beating unconditionally for you, your breath moving because it loves you. Yeah. Um, and oh, yes, Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. Okay, okay, last question. Yes, um, of course. So if you could wake up and it was Tony Jones' world, what would the world, uh, what would it look like? Oh, this is such a juicy question. Will we all be Jesus turning water into wine? <laughs> I love this question. If you woke up, if I woke up in Tony Jones' world, first of all, I'll be waking up to an amazing, Black, conscious, godly man. Number one. Number hey, one. Just keep it real. 100%. Just keep it 100 <laughs> wake up to that number one because my relationships are my highest art in my opinion that's mm-hmm. that that's the art that makes me most proud are my mm-hmm. relationships and connections um it's my greatest art in, in my opinion um so that would be first and foremost is to wake up kissing on an amazing melanated man that loves me back mm-hmm. and and in this world People would just be loving on each other. We would be in nature more. Mm. You know, families would be restored. Children would be seen and heard and valued as human beings, not just as extensions of parental ownership, if you will. You know, yeah. um, you know, a lot of gardens, a lot of farms less commerce and capitalism, mm-hmm. you know, I just, I just see there's a lot of love, a lot of family, a lot of community, a lot of village with the human family, yeah. um, a lot of respect for nature. It would just be paradise, in my mm-hmm. opinion, you know, um, and not in a way where it wouldn't be paid, just wouldn't be suffering mm-hmm. because there's too much village and community for there to be suffering. Wherever there's pain, 
there is a village for that. Yeah. There is support for that. There's a relationship for that. So I would definitely see just a lot of healing to where family and village and community is thriving, mm-hmm. thriving in the human family. And when I mean the human family, I'm talking about every living human being. Right. You know, and Trader Joe's would be <laughs> everywhere <laughs> in the hood. Trader Joe's and Whole Foods would be everywhere in the <laughs> everywhere. Period. Everywhere there's melanated people, Trader Joe's and Whole Foods would be on every corner. It would replace every liquor store, every strip club. Look. Look <laughs> at you. Hey, this is your world. I'm liking your world. This is my world. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love Tony Jones' world. Put me in that already. Sign me up. <laughs> yes. Uh, thank you, sis. It's just been such a blessing just to vibe out with you today. Like, you are a whole vibe. As you know, thank I you. adore you and I appreciate <sighs> The love energy that you are. So thank you for taking time to be on the Get Loved Up podcast. Yes. Thank you for appreciating me and just being ready to receive how I show up in the world. Thank you so much. Ashe, Ashe. And where can everyone find your music and find out more about what you got going on? Because you're traveling the world now. Yes. Yes, it's slowed down a little bit now, but people can find me on IamTonyJones.com where you can find where I'm going to, the next city I'll be in. Um, My music is on all streaming platforms. I do have a membership community, affirmation membership community called Wife Your Life. It's all in my link on Instagram and on my website. You can find out all my information there. And then I have a YouTube channel where all my music is on there. And then just some mindful, affirming videos on it. So, yeah. I love it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, I'm sure everyone's going to be tuning in and getting loved up with some Tony Jones. Um, And I would just want to say again, thank you. And all of you all listening, thank you so much for tuning in for another Get Loved Up episode. Um, I wouldn't be able to do these episodes without your support, without you sharing. So if you haven't left a review, definitely leave us a review. Let let us know what you liked. Um, find us on social. Let me and Tony know. Like, what were your biggest takeaways? Like, what did you like? What really resonated with you? Uh, let us know and share. And until next time, love yourself, love others, and love the world one day at a time, one breath at a time. In that order, one day at a time. <laughs> love yourself, love others, and love the world. But it starts with self-love. Like Tony said, it starts with that self-love. Being there for others. And then we make the world a better place. Thank you, Tony. Thank Thank you. Peace and love. Peace. I just want to take a moment to say thank you for being part of the Get Loved Up community. I like to share topics and people making a positive impact in the world, and your feedback means the world to me. If you haven't already left a review, please leave a five-star review and let me know what you want to hear more of on the show. I'm here for you, and together, we're making the world a better place, one day at a time, one show at a time. Thank you for listening.